This is This Week Above the Fold, your new weekly source of e-commerce news in seven minutes or less, covered by leaders in the digital commerce industry. Today is November 23rd. I'm Emma Irwin. I have Patrick Miller, co-president at Essential Digital Commerce here with me. Today, we're going to cover Walmart and Target's Q3 earnings, Amazon brand stores available as click-through destinations for sponsored brands video creative, and Amazon changing its net PPM calculation. All right, for story number one, Q3 earnings, pass into you, Patrick. Great. Thanks so much, Emma. So I want to focus on two areas within looking at Target and Walmart and how they're different, how they're similar. So firstly, looking at digital sales growth. So Within Target, sales were up three-tenths of a point in Q3 compared to a growth rate of 9% in Q2. So sequential deceleration here. And this is the worst year-over-year digital sales growth in five-plus years for Target. Overall penetration rate, though, is still actually higher than Walmart's, and Target's is at 17%. However, that's down from 22% during the peak of the pandemic. Now, if I compare that to Walmart, Walmart actually saw sequential growth plus 16% in quarter three, versus 12% in quarter two. Now, overall, Walmart's uh, digital sales penetration is about 12%, uh, 12.3%, and and mostly driven by buy online, pick up and store, as the OPD program continues to do exceptionally well. Overall, though, that, you know, Walmart's penetration is up about 80 bips uh, year over year and 40 bips compared to Q2. Now, if I flip that slightly, and I think about sort of the ad growth and how that's in related, Target's up 9.4% in ad growth. Walmart is up 40% in ad growth. And so why is that? You know, what's, what's happening there? One of the big drivers for Walmart's success here is adding more and more to the marketplace. So they are there now up to 370 million SKUs, and they added 8,000 sellers in Q3. So this is not just driving selection, but also auction density, which is then driving their overall ad business. So when I sort of look across this, there's a very nice network effect that both of these businesses are dominated by a buy online, pick up and store, but increasingly Walmart's investment in selection is then driving the ship to home business, which then drives auction density, which then drives the ad business. And are there any immediate actions that brands that are selling between these two retailers need to be taking or kind of just paying attention to what's going on more so? From a selection lens, taking advantage of marketplace allows brands to test more, drive additional selection, and then uh, see how well that selection is doing, which can then make the case to getting distribution within the brick and mortar store. So I would absolutely focus on the marketplaces and listing uh, unique SKUs to test them out and see how well they do. Moving on to story number two, which headline was Amazon brand stores now available as click-through destinations for sponsored brand video creatives. So this is a new API update, you know, from Amazon about a week ago. And so it looks like a minor update, but it's actually, it's a big deal. And so what, what's happening is that Amazon within the sponsor brand video unit is now allowing API integrators, not just to send to a product detail page, but also to send to a brand store. And additionally, they said that, and I'll quote here, in addition, video ads with stores as landing pages offer the opportunity to render in top of search Amazon ads premium placement, end quote. And so what that is saying is, hey, if you run video and you are sending to a store, you know, not just a PDP, we're going to give you additional opportunity for getting that top placement. The top placement is, is absolutely the key when it comes to both sponsored products as well as sponsored brands. It will see typically about a 2% click-through rate for sponsored brands. And so what Amazon is doing here is they're saying, hey, 
we want to increase dwell time. We want customers to drive more discoverability. This is very different than Amazon's uh, longstanding edict of decrease friction, decrease friction. This is actually doing the opposite. And it's saying it's not just, you know, search, click, buy, bounce. It is search, engage, dwell, discover, then buy, then bounce. And so as Amazon increases dwell time, they then have the opportunity to increase discoverability. On to story number three, Amazon net PPM calculation change. Tell me what's changing and what's new in the math. So in the old way of calculating net PPM, ASP minus ACU or the cost price plus trade terms divided by ASP times 100 equals your net PPM. New way, ASP minus cost plus trade terms minus sales discount. That's the new one. Rest of the math's the same divided by ASP times 100 equals net PPM. Okay, what's a sales discount? So sales discount, subscribe and save, lightning deals, spotlight deals, and coupons. All of these are accounted for in other parts of Vendor Central, so it's pretty easy for folks to pull that. Well, what does this actually end up meaning? And so if, if my example here is old ASP at $10, ACU of five, trade terms at 15 points, $2 of sales discounts, net PPM of 0.58%. New one, 10, 5, 15, 2, everything stays the same. Net PPM actually then decreases 53%. So it's taking into account sort of the discounts, even though they're fully funded by the vendor, sort of a, what that does from a percentage drag. For brands, you know, it's increasingly just important to see sort of how Amazon does the math internally to make sure that their selection, how they think about setting MSRP and then discounts are all accounted for in a way that drives mutually profitable growth for both the vendor as well as for Amazon. What is the most important story of those three, in your opinion? I think I'd probably go with number one in looking at, you know, Walmart's sustained growth. They're really doing, they're doing great work here. They just recently announced Ryan Mayward, who had previously, you know, been at, at Amazon, then at Instacart, and is now going over to, to Walmart. They have a great team there across uh, Walmart Connect. And, uh, you know, in, increasingly, they're just showing sustained growth. It's, it's really impressive. And they're not just growing the grocery business, which is, I think was what most people think about when they think about Walmart, but they're also growing the marketplace. And that's a very different muscle for Walmart. And it's, it's impressive. Thank you. And that's it for this week's e-commerce news. Tune in next week for three more headlines we think belong above the fold, digested for you by our essential digital commerce experts. I'm Emma Irwin, Senior Editor and Specialist at Essential. See you next week. 